Hello, everyone, and welcome to Studio De Jeffrey, where I have your news of the day for the Cowboys before we get into mailbag, which will include analysis and opinion on the Dallas Cowboys. We are a week away from real football. Let's go. It is go time. Uh, and we're not even a week away from real football because we also have college football. But I know what you're here for. Cowboys news of the day, just to knock it out real quick. Todd Archer, shout out to him. Cowboys are going to activate CeeDee Lamb, DeMonte KZ, Carlos Watkins from the reserve COVID list. So they're getting ready for Tampa. Three of the five guys that were on the COVID list are going to be back and activated and rocking and rolling. The two guys remaining are Connor Williams and Noah Brown. So just stay tuned and wait for that, okay? Also, the Cowboys signed a third running back, Corey Clement. You may remember him from the Eagles. Why did they sign Corey Clement? Well, the answer is... You like to have three running backs instead of two, and your third running back has to play special teams. Corey Clement, over the last few years, has played more special team snaps than he has played regular snaps. So whether it's as a returner or on your special teams in another way, he can do that. And so that's why the Cowboys have signed him. Now, we move on to the fun party portion of your daily Cowboys broadcast. From It's Leet Yeet on Twitter, he said, give me a rookie not named Micah Parsons that could have a great year. And he says Jabril Cox is his answer. Jabril Cox is my answer to have the best career of the non-Micah Parsons rookies, but I have to use a process of elimination when trying to figure out who is going to have the best rookie year for the Cowboys. So I can't pick Parsons, and it will be Parsons, of course, but I can't pick him. Your second-round pick, Kelvin Joseph, has a growing injury and will probably miss the first couple to few weeks of the season, and he hasn't cracked the starting lineup yet, so we keep moving on down the road. Your third-round picks, Chauncey Golston, didn't really practice, and I do think that he's going to have a productive and good career, the defensive end out of Iowa. He's mini-tank. Tank Lawrence, he plays like Tank Lawrence, uh, except Tank's probably a better pass rusher. I don't think Golston will ever have a uh, double-digit sack here. But he'll always be a good run defender uh, that pushes the pocket, can play inside and out. He's going to have a good career. Your other third-round pick, Nashawn Wright, is not going to crack the starting lineup, at least definitely not early in the year. Jabril Cox in the fourth round, I think, will contribute. uh, And I think he will force his way into playing more and more because I think he's going to have an awesome career. Outside of that, Quentin Bohana. Quentin Bohana will play some. But our process of elimination leads us to one name for a rookie that could have a great year, and that is Osa Odigizuwa, your third-round defensive tackle out of UCLA because Neville Gallimore's hurt, and Osa's going to be a starter week one. So he's an undersized defensive tackle, but he is super good in the leverage game, as evidenced by his high school wrestling record. Osa Odigizuwa is the pick for the rookie that could have a great year. Win 826, where would you rank our defense going into the season? 1 to 32. Uh, I had to give you a range. How about 15 to 22? Last year, I believe you were 27th or 28th in terms of points allowed, which is the most Cowboys have ever allowed in a season. The worst Cowboys defense of all time. You'll be better because you have a better coordinator. Your personnel is going to be a little better. But the biggest difference is going to be Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons has already proven me wrong in terms of draft uh, analysis. 
because he's already showing things that they didn't have him show at Penn State in terms of coverage and rushing the passer as a non-blitzer, just lining up and beating left tackles and being comfortable dropping in coverage, making plays on a football. Micah Parsons will be the biggest difference. So you won't be 27th or 28th, but I also don't think you'll be like top 10. My random number will be how about 16? Dead butt center of the league is where your defense is going to rank. Bug in the studio. Who are the two starting defensive tackles and is CD returning punts this year from Bill Wilson on Twitter? Your two starting defensive tackles are going to be Carlos Watkins and Oso Digizua, and it's going to be the biggest weakness of your team. Uh, Brent Urban will be fine when he plays on the interior, but he's a little bit of a hybrid. He'll play some three-man line defensive end. Neville Gallimore, I think, was on the right track to becoming a decent to good starter last year, but now he's going to start the year hurt. Osa is a rookie who hasn't played in the NFL yet. They just, Carlos Watkins is a journeyman veteran who's okay. Uh, So I'll say Watkins and Gallimore are the starters, but Gallimore's hurt. So it's Carlos Watkins and Osa Odigizua. And I think CD will return some punts this year. Other teams backed up and you think you have a chance for a big return? I think you'll see CD. Other teams on the 50 and trying to pin you, maybe you'll see Cedric Wilson or Corey Clement. But I think CD will have some opportunities, not all the opportunities. Next two questions are related from Randy Walker and Kenny Lang. He says, why does Randy Walker on Twitter said, why does Rondell Carter hate the Cowboys? And Kenny Lang says, the Breland Speaks signing. A good one? Question mark. These two are related because they're not totally dissimilar players. They're opting for a veteran in Breland Speaks over the young, unproven in Rondell Carter. They're undrafted free agent out of James Madison a year ago. I thought Rondell Carter did enough to make this team. If they feel like there is a guy that was available that can do the job better, then that's okay. And Rondell Carter took an opportunity on a different practice squad because he gave you two chances to let him make the team. And the first go-round probably didn't deserve to make the team. Second go-round, I believe he did. Uh, But if you're not going to keep him after he performs, then he's going to go see if he can find a different place. Juan Perez on Twitter, do you think we'll have three 1,000-yard wide receivers? I'll say yes, and I'll say barely. It requires health. But I think CeeDee Lamb will be in the 1,200s. I think Amari Cooper will be in the 1,200s. And I'll say Michael Gallup eeks over 1,000 is where you end up. Albert Rodriguez, who's going to be the receiver with the most receiving yards and touchdowns? If they all play 17 games, I'll say yards Amari Cooper, touchdown CeeDee Lamb. If Amari Cooper misses a few because he tends to have his lower body act up on him at different times, then I would say CeeDee Lamb will be both of those. Asha Abu Ali on Twitter, bigger impact on the season. Tackle health on offense or DB improvement? Tackle health. If you don't have offensive tackle health, if you lose Lyle Collins and Tyron Smith, you're going to lose a lot of games. They just don't have the depth. They don't have it. Now, if you get DB improvement and tackle health, then you're talking about a real contender and trying to win a Super Bowl. But if you're talking about which one could totally derail the season, they could win 9, 10, 11 games with DBs that don't play well because the offense is that high-powered. But that requires having your offensive line intact. So bigger impact on the season is tackle health. Frank buys on Twitter, Gallup's value, question mark. What do you mean? What 
do you mean? Because if you're trying to trade Michael Gallup, I disown you. I disown you. You have three really good receivers. You have two that I believe are real-life number ones, and then you have Michael Gallup, who I believe is a good number two, and that is the strength of your team, and you're trying to win the Super Bowl. So his value is he's going to play football, and you're going to try to win the Super Bowl. If you wanted to trade him, I'd call you crazy, but his value to a team that were desperate for a receiver and chasing a Super Bowl, that depends. If they were going to extend him, maybe you could get a maybe you could get a two. I don't know, though. I doubt it. I guess if they were going to extend him, sure. But his value is to your team to go win the Super Bowl. Leave him alone. Dang it. Corey King on Twitter. What position group will have the most impact, positive or negative, opening day against the Buccaneers? That'd be your secondary. Because you're going to run out the same secondary that you ran out last year. Well, a lot of the same secondary. And now you're going to go run them out there against Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Gronk, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And there's a lot of fascinating matchups in the Buccaneers game, though, because the Buccaneers are also willing to pound the ball. They're willing to hand it to Ronald Jones and then Leonard Fournette, and they're willing to pound the ball. And if the Cowboys aren't able to play better run defense, they could be in trouble. But you just get in trouble faster and allow more points if your secondary is getting shredded. So I'll say your position group that's going to have the most impact against the Buccaneers is your secondary. Uh, That's what I got. Now, I do have one more quick thing. If you saw, I believe it was the last video, somebody asked me about putting their picture up, just a picture of a listener up behind us on the wall and somebody took me up on it i want everybody to say hello here to mark coleman from sacramento he's a tolo turn it on leaving it on listening right here his wife danny heard me joking about putting somebody's picture up in the background and she sent me this and she said he'd get a kick out of it so there hi mark and hello to everybody who's listening. Remember, leave in the comments what you'd like to hear about tomorrow at youtube.com slash Jeff Kavanaugh. I'll try to take care of you. And welcome to football week. Tis time for the real footballing. Uh, remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through, so be cool to everybody, and I love you. <laughs>